All right, well, I tell you what, let's just get started uh, with the phone calls here. And uh, Butch called in nice and early this morning. Good morning, Butch. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. How about you today? I am sensational. <laughs> and, and I have a question about my uh, pepper plants. Okay. Uh, those, holes, those holes in the leaves. And is there anything I can do about that? Um, they're going a bit, too, before the... Before the uh, wonderful wet weather. There are two or three things that will make holes in the leaves of pepper plants. Uh, One is pill bugs. The other, or roly-polies as some people call them, the other is a little shiny black beetle related to what we call a flea beetle, but there's so many different kinds of beetles. I think there's like 500,000 different kinds of beetles alone now. Um, If you see the roly-polies, if you see the pill bugs, I would put out there's a product which is called Sluggo, S-L-U-G-G-O, Sluggo Plus, and it is a non-toxic product that is pretty effective at killing snails, slugs, and pill bugs. And if the pill bugs, and, and about 50% of the time, pill bugs are the cause of the problem. If in okay. if instead you see a little shiny black beetle around, I would turn to a product which is called Spinosad, S-P-I-N-O-S-A-D, Spinosad Soap. It is also very safe. Uh, beetles are tough to kill, but this is the most effective thing I found. I also use it on stink bugs. And I'm going to tell you, you know, it almost certainly is one of those two guys. So uh, what you might do is go out at night with a flashlight. This is when they do most of their chomping and uh, just identify which one it is and um, go after them appropriately. Again, the Slogo Plus, it's a good thing anyway because it safely eliminates the uh, snails and slugs along with the pill bugs. So um, either one or both of those products should get you taken care of. Now, having said that, I will tell you that peppers are pretty stu- uh, tough. They've not really started growing vigorously because we're still so cool. And chances are your pepper plants are going to outgrow this damage anyway. It's almost certainly more cosmetic yeah. than really destructive. So I'm not telling you you have to do anything. But uh, if you if you want to eliminate the problems, those are two totally safe products that are not going to hurt anything else in the environment and gonna not going to keep you from eating and enjoying your peppers. Okay, and the other uh, question I have is, uh, can you give us the recipe for Garrett's juice? Well, Garrett juice has a number of different ingredients. There is no one recipe or Garrett juice, and everybody that makes it makes it a little bit differently. In fact, if you go out and buy any of the pre-made products, you can buy Garrett juice, you can buy Garrett juice plus, you can buy Garrett juice pro. <laughs> now, the the basics, the basic things that go into Garrett juice are some apple cider vinegar, um, a little yeah. bit of uh, liquid seaweed. Usually a uh, fish product of some sort. I like the cold-pressed fish uh, products. Um, And then in addition, uh, there's usually a little bit of molasses added. Um, And beyond that, you can add a little bit of hydrogen peroxide. Some people, you know, will add some of the mycorrhizal fungi. Um, it's just, it, it's, uh, some people might add a little bit of corn water tea. Garrett juice is just a, it's a combination of different 
Um, things now, none of these things are, you know, really high nitrate, phosphate, potassium, things like that, but they, it does contain a number of, uh, quote, fertilizer elements. It contains a number of things that stimulate growth in your plants. I've always thought of it as just sort of a plant tonic, a plant booster. But as Howard was pointing out to me last week, it also has, you know, quite a few good qualities as fertilizer. Uh, if you want a little want to learn a little bit more about it go to dirtdoctor.com and he will have a little bit more in there but uh maybe tomorrow if i remember i'll bring in uh, a bottle of one of the pre-made ones and just just read off everything maybe liquid humates just anything that would make a good supplement for your plants uh and most organics don't interact you're not going to reduce the effectiveness of one by putting something else in there but gary juice is just a combination of things that strengthen plants it increase uh, i use it as a seed soak i find that it speeds up germination um it's good to soak your cuttings in a dilute solution if you're going to root things it's just it's uh that's a great question it's just but i I can't really give you a formula because i could give you a hundred different formulas and all of those would constitute garret juice well, thank you very much. And My pleasure. You do the same, Butch. Appreciate the call this morning. It's going to be Sid and AJ and Kay, and Sid is up next. Good morning, Sid. Well, good morning, Bob. Good morning, sir. Well, I'm having difficulty getting back into my garden because of the darn chiggers. Oh, man. Isn't that the truth? They are... Uh, uh, they are very, very prolific this year. The two things that seem to help in most cases if you want to get rid of a lot of them to begin with any of the cedar oil products probably the most easily findable one is uh uh what we call cedar side but cedar oil seems to be a very very good way to eliminate or at the very least repel chiggers i don't know whether it kills them or whether it just drives them somewhere else but uh old friend uh, started using this on some uh, uh little league baseball fields and because you know kids don't kids don't pay any attention to whether they're flat on their back in the grass or running back and forth through it and uh um uh, they he found that he did the two three times a year and he never had chiggers in the ball fields um the other thing that i do when i'm going to be you know out working as i have been every day off or as long as i can remember i go ahead and put a personal repellent from about my ankles up to my knees uh sometimes i use uh, murphy's natural is one of the uh is a lemon eucalyptus product that i find works very effectively sometimes i simply use the cactus juice which is made from an extract of prickly pear cactus and both of these things the main thing they're used for is uh, as a non-deep mosquito repellent but i find that i just don't get chiggers when i just you know like say smear these from about my ankles up to about my knee i i don't have an i hate chiggers man i hate chiggers but uh the other thing about chiggers too is if you're out working in an area where you know you're going to be encountering them man take a shower as soon as you get through uh working because it takes a little while to start burrowing into the skin and just that good hot water and soap uh, is a great way to eliminate about 99 percent of them okay now i have been looking for the cedar side where can you find it um most nurseries uh should carry it i I'll have to check our shelves when I get over there this morning, but I'm pretty sure we have it. But it's uh, it's a pretty well-known product. They make a granular product and a liquid product. 
and how's the best way to do it? Oh, just a hose-in sprayer. I'm looking at putting out somewhere between one and two tablespoons per gallon, and uh, it's a nice liquid. goes through a hose-in sprayer really easily. Okay. Now, uh, uh, say a, a garden about 40 by 60. Okay. Uh, how many gallons would you want to put on that? Um, 40 by 60 is probably going to take Roughly a pint of concentrate, which is going to figure out probably to, um, you know, we're not soaking the ground. We're just coating the surface. So uh, somewhere between 10 and 20 gallons. Okay. And it might not even be that much. I'd have to, you know, I usually fill my quart sprayer and um, I should set it uh, two tablespoons per gallon. Uh, That should easily, that should easily cover uh, that kind of area. Okay. And uh, what size does it normally come in? And uh, is it a liquid? It's it's a liquid, and it normally comes in quart bottles. Okay. And uh, you mentioned something about granules. Uh, is that uh, uh, not the preferred way, or is it? It it would be an expensive and more cumbersome way to do it. Uh, you know, twenty four hundred square feet—that's bigger than a lot of people's houses, and you'd be looking at a lot of dry material to put out. So, um, unless you're, you know, it it also repels oh a number of different insects. Uh, some people find that, uh, and I'm not sure how true, but I've been told that it's a pretty good repellent for reptiles and. I know plenty of people that are deathly afraid of anything that slithers. <laughs> and so there, there may be times that putting it out would be good. But on an area that large, I think the liquid is, is going to be a much more effective way to go after it. Now, uh, I used re- use re- raised beds. Mm-hmm. And, um, would you just put it in the aisles or would you cover the entire garden? I'd probably just put it in the aisleways. Just think about where you're picking up the chiggers. And uh, I, you know, uh, they're going to be mainly on our our grasses and things. So I'd just be doing the walkways in that garden. I wouldn't be. And uh, you know, if if that's what you're doing, you might you might do just as well with a pump up sprayer, uh, one or two gallon pump up sprayer. You could spray uh, an area that big probably in fifteen twenty minutes, and you probably wouldn't use nearly as much of the concentrate. Be much less expensive. Okay. Um... So the chiggers probably aren't in the the beds themselves. They're just in the the aisleways. They're they're most likely on grasses. That's where chiggers um, are usually found. I can't say you know you know when we're talking ticks and other things like that. You know you'll find them on woody vegetation. You'll find them. Gosh, I've seen ticks uh, on depending on the situation, uh, especially before fire ants got so prolific. Used to see lots and lots of ticks in every kind of vegetation. But chiggers, it seems like they're, in my experience at least, they're almost exclusively on the grasses and uh, the uh, walkways in your garden would be the only way, I, the only place I think you'd be likely to find them. Now, another thing that uh, people have told me is uh, using sulfur. Oh yeah. Sulfur is very effective. That's what my grandmother made us do uh, when we went down to the little farm that my grandfather owned east of Dallas for our, you know, go fishing, shooting, hunting, all the fun things that uh, (laughs) what I think are normal kids do. She made us load our socks up with sulfur, 
and we never had chigger issues, as I always jokingly say. Seems we never had girlfriends either, because you you get pretty smelly when you're using sulfur. But uh, sulfur very definitely works. Now, I would use it only putting it in my socks or things like that. You do not want to put sulfur out in warm weather around plants because it is what we call phytotoxic. It will burn things. It forms a uh, gassy uh, something called sulfur dioxide, which is very toxic to plants. So uh, especially during the hot weather, I'd not be dusting sulfur around the garden, but uh, putting it in your socks uh, and your, you know, cuffs of your jeans, things like that. That's very effective against chiggers. And uh, as long as your wife or girlfriend doesn't object, I guess that's okay. All right, another thing, uh, I uh, planted some peppers a couple of weeks ago, and uh, part of the peppers are doing just great, and then there's others that are uh, sort of yellow and some of the leaves dropping off. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the yellow, the dropping leaves, that sounds like they're getting a little dry, but peppers aren't growing yet because peppers love hot weather. Your bell peppers may be doing a little bit, but uh, those peppers love 90-degree days, and uh, that's kind of the opposite of what most gardeners love. So just be a little patient with your peppers. This spring uh, seems to be cooler than usual, so our peppers are a little bit slower, really exploding into growth, but uh, that's just the weather, and you're not going to change that. Okay, so uh, actually, the these peppers are planted side by side. The good, some of them are doing well. The uh, I think it's the serranos are, are doing well, but the is it shishinto? Shishito? Yeah, I, those are the ones that I'm I'm concerned about. Well, just watch your watering. Hit them with a little bit of good liquid fertilizer. Um, but it won't be long. It'll be plenty warm, and they'll be growing a whole lot better. I think the only problems I'm seeing with peppers right now are chilly nights and uh, not real hot afternoons, not much sunshine. Okay. All right. Well, very good. Well, I, I appreciate you, and uh, you have a blessed day. You do the same, Sis. Good to talk to you. And AJ's next. Good morning, AJ. Good morning, Bob. How are you going this morning? Well, you know, it was a very smooth and pleasant drive-in. I didn't run into nearly the situations I saw other people in driving in yesterday morning. People who do not recognize that a person should slow down when it's pouring rain and there's water puddling on the road. So I saw a number of people who had... uh, created situations for themselves yesterday but i'm happy to say that today was uh clean and green i think is the old expression so my day's off to a good start what about yours well it, it's it's quiet now you know we do, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so i had to sneak outside over here bobby in 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 eight in early 18 i planted a bunch of butterfly weed plants okay. mm-hmm. and they came up and did wonderful now this in and this winter they didn't really freeze back. They uh they came out real quickly, they mm-hmm. bloomed and, and man it was going crazy. And now uh I got these uh monarch uh caterpillars I guess 
on them plants and they're cleaning those leaves off. Is that what's <laughs> normally is that what normally happens? Is that what they're designed for? That's that's the way Mother Nature intended it. And AJ, I have had so many people in our nursery the past couple of weeks saying, "I've got to buy more plants. The caterpillars are absolutely stripping my leaves, and they don't have anything to eat." Uh, so far, and this is the first year in quite a number that there has actually been an uptick. I mean, the, the monarchs are the only butterflies anybody's really paying attention to. I love the swallowtails or fritillaries, the zebra long wings. I think they're all beautiful things. But uh, the butterflies are. Uh, engaging actively in procreation this year, I guess would be the polite way to put it. And consequently, they have a bunch of very hungry offspring. And, um, yes, they are just stripping the leaves off plants. It doesn't really seem to set the plants back. The plants, uh, seem to come right back out again. But, uh, um, you know, the businessman in me says, well, you just need to plant about four times as many of those plants. But realistically, the lack of vegetation will be a self-limiting factor on, you know, how many of these things survive and turn into butterflies. And if you're if you're out to save the world, as far as a monarch's concerned, you just have to keep finding more and more vegetation to put out there for them. But what you're describing is a very common situation this okay. year. All right. I didn't think there was a, a need to have to spray. Oh, no, that that would be counterproductive to the whole idea of protecting the, the monarchs. Okay, so that's that's that that's my situation for today. Well, I'd say your day is uh, should be devoted to thinking about what you might be purchasing because uh, a week from tomorrow happens to be a very special day for really all of us uh, called Mother's Day. So since you don't have any other developing situations, you might look around at all of the ladies in your life and be thinking about how you might put a smile on their faces next week, and that'd be a very good way for a man to spend a day today. Bobby, you making it tough on OAJ. <laughs> <laughs> only, well, uh, only speaking uh, uh, the wisdom of the years, which I think you already have. <laughs> I'm just pointing out things that you already know, but we sometimes all need to be reminded of. Okay, Bob, I do. Thank you. Now, I will, I will tell you that there's one activity that I don't plan to engage in, and I would kind of suggest that you don't either. And this is serious. You can go Google it on the Internet and if you like. But this is this is an important worldwide celebration day. And I'm not making this up. This is this is International Naked Gardening Day. So we're just going to leave it at that. And if you want to go have some fun on your computer, you Google that and you look at the list of all the things that it would be not advisable to do today. If you're engaging in that, including things like repotting your cactus and using most any kind of power tools, AJ, keep smiling and I speak the truth. Hey, we'll talk again. Let me get Kay in here before the news break. Good morning, Kay. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Um, I just have one question. I think you said it's two tablespoons of orange oil to a gallon of water for uh, ant drench in pots. Is that right? I would go a little lighter than that. Are there are there plants growing in the pots, or are these uh, pots just filled with soil and nothing else? Just soil, nothing else. Okay, then two tablespoons per gallon would be fine. That would be a little strong. That could burn the roots, and I cut it back to as low as a teaspoon per gallon if there are plants growing in the pots, but pots filled with soil, no. Two tablespoons uh, should be adequate to kill the ants, and it will not leave any harmful residue behind in the soil. 
how long does a person have to wait before you can plant something in that pot? Mm, maybe five minutes. It kills the oh, ants pretty okay. quickly. Okay. Actually, okay. I would I would lay wait long enough for the soil to dry out. I wouldn't necessarily want to be putting a lot of young tender roots against uh, orange oils. So maybe maybe overnight to be safe, but there's no right. long long term okay. wait. Like the next day. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. All right, that's all I needed today. Boy, I wish everybody were easy that that easy to please. <laughs> you get out and enjoy your weekend, Kay. And I thank you so much for all your help. You're well, such an encouragement. It's always a pleasure, and I appreciate the <laughs> yeah. call this morning. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.